The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Marme Baini is a junior world champion speed skater from the USA. Back in 2017, Marme made history. She became the first black woman to qualify for the US speed skating team. Aged just 18, she went off to Pyeongchang 2018, also as the youngest. Talk about pressure and her performances at the games, well, they weren't the best and she left disappointed. She even considered quitting the sport altogether. But don't worry, she didn't. She's back and smiling, back for more at Beijing 2022. So hello, Marme, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, it's uh, been a crazy journey past four years. <laughs> it's like a whirlwind qualifying in uh, yeah. the States. So like the dust has settled a little bit now. Like, how are you feeling, you know, like, mm-hmm. It was um, an emotional one, right? Going into like Olympic trials this time, I didn't really like have a goal in mind. I just really wanted to like skate well and just like, just kind of just like be chill. Um, and like, I I think this was like the first time in like a very long time where I didn't feel like nervous or anxious or, anxious or anything like that. So that was really nice. And um, I think just going into that and like bringing that sort of energy into the competition definitely helped me out a lot. And then when I won my fa- that 500, um, I just felt super like powerful and like just like confident within my abilities because I just like I hadn't felt that in the past three years. And so being able to like get that feeling back again was super amazing. <laughs> Oh, that's quality. That's amazing. And what did I can see you're at home as well at the moment. Like, what did your dad say? Um, Yeah, so my dad was super proud. Um, He was texting me throughout the week, like saying, like, to be courageous and to race smart and like not get disqualified um, and just like do the best that I can. Um, And yeah, unfortunately, he wasn't able to be at the games or sorry, at the um, trials was really uh, sad, but um, I went home for Christmas and I saw him and we just spent time together. And so that was really nice. <laughs> uh, you see, this is the thing. It's like, obviously, in an ideal world, everyone is all together at these like big events or whatever. But it is nice having like that private, like moment, you know, you have to wait for something good sometimes, right? Like it's, I bet it was quite nice. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't tell any of my friends that I was going to be um, home because I just knew that if I did, it would be like, can you come like see? I want to like see you, which I, I couldn't say no because like they're my friends and I hadn't seen them in a while. But I just really wanted to spend time with my dad at that point. <laughs> Understandable. And like taking you back as well, your dad, he was the person who took you to your first um, figure skating uh session right which you were mm-hmm. too fast for which is <laughs> yeah yeah uh he was um and he's the first for and like he has taken me um like to every competition every practice um without fail and yeah no like he's been there since the beginning and he'll be there up until the end um and i'm extremely grateful for him and i definitely know that i'm like super lucky to have him as like my dad because <laughs> it must be a big it's like a big journey from kind of starting off 
kind of doing something for fun, uh, really finding your passion and that being exciting. There's a big gap between that and then being at the Olympics and, you know, all the different things that happen. So, like, you know, give us a flavour of what it was like when you first took the rink and you first kind of thought, hey, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't really remember that. Um, I don't remember like what I ate for breakfast this morning. So <laughs> she's looking forward. Yeah, yeah. Just just keep looking for it, honestly. Um, but my dad um has told me that when I first stepped on the ice, and this was like the figure skating session, um, he was extremely fearful that I was gonna like fall and like bust my head open. Um, and like, I think he wished that he was able to be on the ice with me, but he couldn't skate at that point. Um, and yeah, no, he was just like, I ha I just had to like stand on the, on like the ground and like watch you. And it just looked like you were, it looked like I was just like, I had, I had been doing this for a very long time. Like I was just like, la to do to do, you know, not really like thinking of anything apparently. So yeah, I guess, I guess I was born to do this. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Like let's, let's, let's get some perspective because it is so fast speed skating. It's like, it's um, 25 or like 30 miles an hour. Like that's like nearly 50 kilometers per hour is that's what you're, you know, doing your maths in. For me, I'm definitely um, like a sprinter. So anything over four and a half laps, I'm like completely dead. <laughs> um, I'm done. Um, but like the, the first like couple of laps is definitely where like the fun, where the fun is just because like you're going so fast and there's just like the wind is in your face. And um, yeah, no, it's definitely an amazing feeling. I don't really know how to explain it. And it's funny too that we're talking about it because um, I was actually having a conversation with my teammates um, and we were talking about the Olympics basically. And like we were saying how um, like, uh, like snowboarding and like skiing, like on TV, it looks so easy. It looks like they can just like, just step on the snow and like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go down a hill and like do like five crazy flips. Um, but then I'm just like, oh wait, for like us, I'm sure like people are like, oh, that looks extremely easy. But then like when you step on the ice, it's like, you know, like wobbly and stuff like that. So, so yeah, um, it's, it's fun, it's hot, but it's super hard. And um, I'm grateful to be able to have that, this ability to like even get to this point, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I am a big advocate for just like throwing a random member of the public just like whilst everything is kind of like getting set up and just being like, see how hard this is? This is like ludicrous. This is like this guy like going around like that trying to stand up or like he shot off some big ass snowboard. Yeah, no, no. I think that would be that would create so much like fans and like um momentum i guess for like each individual sport especially for like winter olympics or even like summer olympics but like like have like either like a random person from like the street or something like a um like a person who isn't like do sport for a living and like try like an olympic sport or like have like olympians try different sports and see like how that compares to their own sport um i think that would be so cool and like extremely entertaining just to see <laughs> Yeah. 
in 2018, for example, it was a lot of pressure on your shoulders going in with these like big titles and histories being made. And you're super young at that time. I mean, was it the pressure that, that caused the issue with the performance and or was it something else? And when did you realise this? Was it like in career or was it later on? I guess like it wasn't necessarily fair to like just push me into like that like spotlight and I also don't really enjoy the spotlight like I just like to have like my own little like sit on the couch and just watch tv which is literally what I was doing like 10 minutes before we had this call um so like that is like what I enjoy and like that just brings me like comfort um and so being like 17 years old and like making the team and getting like the, like you said like this big title and like history being made and then like also me doing really well like in previous years and even like previous months like i just i i think like it just like got like just like my shoulders were way too heavy and like i didn't know how to like deal with it and i didn't have the the resources at that time to like really like maneuver um, what I was feeling. Cause like at that point I was just very much like, uh, oh, she only smiles. Like she's so happy all the time, like, and very energetic, which I am. But like, I also had like this side of me where I just wanted to go home and sleep and not do anything and like, just stay in my bed all day. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely have like the right tools now in order to, um, get through that and like, like either by like shutting off like my social media or reading a book or watching TV or whatever, like even talking to my friends. So, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I read as well, and I know it's something that I found really helpful as well is like uh, meditation and breathing exercises, especially for anything like anxiety based, the breathing exercises can suddenly, there was something in my head that switched was like, oh, like this fear and anxiety is the yeah. same feeling yeah. if you could, as like excited. And, right, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, just yeah. have to kind of like, it's hard. Yeah, like, it's yeah, yeah. Not... No, you have to like, you have to be able to um, like use that nervous fear, anxiety, energy, and then like transfer it into like excitement and um and like joy and love and all that fun stuff and it's definitely easier said than done um but yeah no i completely understand what you mean <laughs> the organization my organization uh us beats gaining has been a great help with like mental health and like um helping me trying to find like a um a therapist and my therapist has been super great and very helpful um, and then giving me, and then also like giving me like the tools to do it on my own and like by myself. Cause I mean, you can see a therapist and talk to a therapist uh, however many times you want in a week, but because of like my busy schedule, like I, I could only do it once a week. Um, so like the times that I, um, like wasn't talking to her, I had to like, like go out, like do like these um things and like uh because i had like a book basically where i could like use different activities to um like basically escape the cloudiness and things like that that were going on in my brain um and yeah no it's been super helpful and even like the past like couple of weeks and or a couple of months going into world cups and stuff like that like i had a book that was meant for anxiety and like i would like use that um whenever i had an anxiety attack um 
yeah, and it's been good. And I also use Headspace too for when I fall asleep. Um, and that's been extremely helpful and I still use it. It's I used it last night. <laughs> I think for 2020, obviously, it was a big year for the virus, but I, I wanted to talk to you about finding your voice and the Black Lives Matter movement you posted on Instagram, and you've said before that you found your, your voice. I just wondered how empowering kind of that was to you and um, what kind of role model you'd like to be for other people. I think, like, I, uh, at first, like, I didn't want to, like, say anything just because... I felt like it wasn't quote unquote my place as an athlete to say anything on like social justice matters. Um, but then like, I don't know, it just like really hit me um, when George Floyd died, like that really hit me um, extremely hard. And um, thankfully I was there with my dad, but my dad didn't want me to say anything just because he didn't want, like he wanted to protect me ultimately. And I completely understood that and respected that. But I was like, no, like, this, this is affecting me, like this is affecting you and like affecting every other black person in America and really in the world. And like, it's not fair of me who has like 20 plus thousand followers on Instagram to just like stay completely silent. Um, and so I was like, you know what? No, it is what it is. Like if I get hate, if I get um, like whatever, then they should not be following me in any capacity. Um, and I don't mind losing followers. Um, so I said something and I just got so much love and so much like concern. And like, it felt really good. Cause I was just like, there are people out there that really do care and like really do want to make a difference, whether you're, whether they were black or white or Hispanic or Asian. Um, and yeah, no, that, um, that moment felt really good. And then at that point I was like, okay, now that I'm like getting like good feedback and like good, like, I guess like headway, I'll, um, I'll like continue to do that. And like, I have been, and lately hasn't really been much about, um, like social justice issues. It's just been more a little bit about like mental health and like how to like get yourself out of, um, like the little hole that you're in. Cause I've experienced that. Um, and so, yeah, I just like use my voice on really like whatever I feel like I need to use my voice on. And, um, like I said, it was black lives matter and it still is black lives matter but now it's like more towards like mental health and um just being like content with yourself and being happy with whatever stage you are in in your life right now <laughs> right i'm gonna read you a little quote sorry <laughs> from uh simon show one of your coaches uh and he says that Mama gets her success from raw power and that's what makes her an exceptional skater. And it got me thinking because there's a lot of talk in, say, gymnastics or rather has historically with Simone Biles, who is the greatest of all time, uh, but hasn't fitted what had traditionally thought to be the kind of more slender body type um, that was thought to be most successful in gymnastics. Clearly, that means nothing now. Um, what have you encountered in your sport? I just wondered what your thoughts were. Yeah, my body type is 100% extremely different from like the normal speed skating body type because um, because I also like grew up in a very Korean style training and like in Korea, you have to be like slender and light and like super skinny and like have like the least amount of like muscle in your body but also like at the same time have a lot of muscle in order to be strong um, and <clears throat> I got a lot of like 
I guess, like flack for um, like being a little bit bigger and a little bit like stronger and having stronger thighs um, within like that, my skating community for a little bit, um, like within like the, um, my coaches specifically, um, when I was younger. And so then that like just led to like a lot of like mental body issue problem, which I never really should have had in the first place, just because like my body type is what makes me super strong and super explosive. Um, and I really do hope that like in the future, a lot of athletes, especially girl athletes, um, like realize that like their body type can be you doesn't have to fit that mold of like you have to be super skinny and like you have to like have like zero percent or negative one percent body fat um in order to be like the best you know um but yeah no and it's i think it's like extremely sad that there even is like a mold and not even like speed skating but like in sports in general um because like like you said like simone biles like she isn't like super tall or like slender or anything like that, <clears throat> but she's like the, literally the best in the world. So it's just that just like <laughs> the best ever. Yeah, but. exactly. <laughs> ever. And so that just like it, like goes to show that like your body type like does not matter um, as long as you're a hard worker and as long as you have a goal in mind. So what are the goals for Beijing? And I, I know like the relay team is the first since 2010. Uh, you know, that's exciting, right? Yes, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. It's um, extremely exciting just because like I know how hard all of the girls have put in um, and how much work they've all put in and how much and how hard they've worked um, in order to uh, in order for all of us to just like get to this point because it's just like like we earned this like we earned this spot it's not like we were like lucky or anything like that like we skated super hard um, and like we worked together and yeah no I am extremely excited to um, go to the games and just like show the world what um, we all have because like we also all have like our strengths and like really like all we need to do is just like just use them you know like and yeah no it's it's really good and I'm really excited because <laughs> it's always it's always a tragedy as well in my mind that someone who is so positive and and like has a smile on their face going into the Olympics is the person that leaves sad <laughs> like it's not how it's yeah. meant to work but that's sadly the brutal truth in yeah so so but i think you're more equipped this time right to leave mm -hmm, with a smile mm -hmm. on your face you know yeah. how how are you going to leave china with a smile on your face yeah i i hope to leave china um with like content and being able to say like yeah like i put in all like to even like be here at this point is just amazing just because like literally in the summer like i didn't think i would like i um i had a really hard time um just because i had like an injury and stuff like that and so being here and like going to the games and wanting to like make some sort of a difference and like actually like hopefully to be able to like skate with the competitors um like i i i don't want to put like a um like a like a goal and say like oh yeah like i want to go and medal like um I, I just want to be like realistic in the sense and just say like, no, I just want to go out there and do the best I can and just be content with it. Yeah. And enjoy the experience and not like think about 
the negatives within that, you know? Okay, last question. So you need to pick a number for me between one and 30. Ooh, I like this game. Um, 28, because that's my favorite number. Oh, this is a great one. Who is your hero of fiction? Oh, um, oh, oh, oh my gosh, wait. Um, Spider-Man, um, but Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. Cause he, oh my gosh, I could be his Gwen. I can be his Gwen in any capacity that he wants me to. Um, but yeah, no, he, oh man, so good. I don't even know, like, yeah, that is my hero. He's my hero just because like he, um, he's just great. I don't know. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. And actually like cinematic history right there, like actually amazing. So good. Um, I wish to like, I wish I like was able to see that movie like for the first time over and over again, because it's just so good. It's amazing. <laughs> what a lovely way spent. I yes, feel warm yes. inside. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, this has been definitely a fun interview. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Massive thank you to Marmate. You can find her on Instagram. Biney.biney is her user. I'm Eddie Knowles with an I and an E, and we are simply Olympics across all platforms. Okay, that's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and see you very soon. Think, Think like an Olympian. Like an Olympian.